Welcome back to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. I want to thank you for listening in. And I want to jump right in this episode. I know there's a lot going on in our nation, in our communities, but even more so, there is a lot going on in the spiritual realm. 2020 has been a different year. It's been a lot of change. And also, there's some amazing things that God is doing. And I know it doesn't feel like it. I know you may not see it, but I want to encourage you to not get distracted. Make sure you stay on your post in prayer. Don't allow your emotions to overtake you. You have to make sure that you are in position to hear what the spirit of God is saying. And so one of the things that's really been heavy on my heart the last couple of weeks is spiritual warfare, because that's what we are facing. There is a war going on in the heavens and we have to continue in prayer to use our authority to speak and declare and command the power of God, command the kingdom of God to come on this earth as it is in heaven, because that's what Jesus prayed. He prayed your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So let's jump right into Ephesians chapter 6, 12. As we're talking about spiritual warfare, it says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So I want to pull out, I know we talked about spiritual warfare prior previously on this podcast, but I want to talk about principalities and powers. And so when we look at principalities, when we look at powers, when we look at things that are in high places, and so that's what we have to understand about spiritual warfare, it says against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And so when it comes to principalities and powers, these are not necessarily light things. These are things that are high up. These are strongholds. These are things that have to be broken. And what has really encouraged my heart in spiritual warfare is that we have already won. So we're fighting this battle. We're contending in prayer. We're petitioning. We're believing God. But there's so many things in the Bible that has given me encouragement in this season because I'm recognizing even more so the power that we have in Christ Jesus. And Colossians chapter two, verse 10, it says, for in him, talking about Jesus, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead body, bodily, and you are complete in him. Listen to this part, who is the head of all principality and power. So this passage is very clear that Christ is the head of all principality and power. So that means that the devil, the enemy is under his feet. Satan has already been defeated. And we have to understand that not just as head knowledge, but in prayer. So when we're praying, first thing you have to understand in spiritual warfare is that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So when you're taking time to argue and debate and go back and forth with people. There's certain things that you would never be able to say to them and flesh and blood. The spirit of God has to draw people's hearts. The spirit of God has to break down the strongholds that are in people's hearts because the Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked, deceitful above all things. So it's the Holy Spirit that searches our hearts. He leads us into all truth. And so even sometimes in prayer and 
and in intercession, we have to pray for people. We have to pray against darkness. We have to pray against unbelief. We have to pray against things that are clouding their hearts and clouding their minds. And we have to pray from a standpoint and a perspective of knowing that we are praying against principalities and powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this age. So that's what we're praying against. Now, I love this part in Colossians uh, chapter two, verse 15, again, talking about Christ says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a spectacle of them triumphing over them in it. So this is talking about the victory of the cross that Jesus Christ has disarmed principalities. And so it's so important that we know that these principalities and powers that we're fighting against, Jesus has already disarmed them because of his obedience on the cross. He made a spectacle of them triumphing over them in it. And that's what we see in Colossians chapter two, verse 15. So what does this mean to us? This means that we have a level of power and victory as we walk in obedience to the word of God, as we walk in obedience to Christ Jesus and to the leading of the Holy Spirit, that we can begin to speak to these principalities and powers and command them to be cast down, to command them to loose their hold. And so they have already been disarmed. And so it's so important that we know that and we pray from that perspective. So I want to challenge you to pray from a place of authority, to not pray in defeat. And what that looks like is faith. Faith is our number one weapon that we have in warfare, because when you pray, it's not time to doubt. It's not time to uh, just sit back and, and just and just doubt your own prayers. You have to pray in power and you have to pray in faith. If not, our prayers are tossed into the sea, the Bible says. So faith is what's going to make sure that our prayers are fervent and effective and that we're praying without ceasing. We're watching, we're praying, and we know that our prayers have power. All right, let's look at Ephesians chapter one, verse 20 through 22 it says, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. Again, remember we talked about spiritual warfare because Ephesians chapter six tells us there's a host of wickedness in the heavenly places. And then we see in Ephesians chapter one, that Jesus is seated in heavenly places. And it goes on to say far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet. I want to just encourage you to know he put all things. You can say that wherever you are, all things are under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. So Jesus is the ultimate 
power. He has all power in his hands. The devil is defeated. And so as we pray, as we war, as we fight in the spirit, we have to make sure that we're not becoming weary. We're not becoming defeated. We are resting in the victory of the cross of Calvary. And so whatever you're facing, uh, whether it's praying for your loved ones, whether it's praying against racism, we see so many strongholds in our nations, but in our nation, but we can begin to pray against principalities and wickedness, even in the hearts of men. We have to begin to pray strategically and intentionally in spiritual warfare. And also whatever you are believing God for, you have to hold on to the word of God. You have to know that we're fighting what we cannot see. We're fighting things that are not visible. And so we are able to fight and pull down strongholds because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So we're not just fighting with with carnal weapons, but we're fighting in the spirit. And that's where it really, really counts. So there are three things I want you to know about spiritual warfare. One, you have to recognize the authority that Jesus has given us because of the cross. The enemy would love for you to have an identity crisis as far as who you are in the kingdom of God and the power that you possess. And so when you do not know that you have a level of authority, you walk below and beneath who God is calling you to be. And also you're not as effective in spiritual warfare. So in order to fight in war in the spirit, you have to come into agreement with who God says you are and the victory that the Bible says we already have. The word of God says we already have. So in spiritual warfare, recognize the authority that Jesus has given unto you and walk in that. Do not accept the lies of the devil. Do not accept the lies of the enemy. You have the power to fight against him because of the blood of Jesus. Second thing that you have to understand in spiritual warfare, if I can be honest, is that it's a little bit messy. It, their spiritual warfare is something where it's not for the faint of heart. You have to be able to endure. And a lot of times the things that you are warring and believing God for, they do not happen overnight. We see that with Daniel, where he prayed and he was praying and fasting for 21 days before he got an answer. And there's so many times in the Bible where things don't happen overnight. So in the spiritual realm, things are not timed as they are in the natural realm. So I want to encourage you to not get weary. Even if you've been praying for something for years, even if you've been warring and fasting and weeping, God will hear your prayers and move on your behalf, but you have to continue to be relentless. You have to have endurance. The Bible says he that endures to the end shall be saved. And so endurance is critical when it comes to spiritual warfare. You have to have longevity in the things of the kingdom where you are not going to fall out. You're not going to give up. You're not going to quit. And you have to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to strengthen your heart. 
Third thing I want you to understand about spiritual warfare is that there are more for you than they are against you. And so we've talked a little bit about spiritual blindness. And one thing about spiritual warfare is that God has already won. He's already won. And so even when we see things in the natural, we understand no matter how crazy the world may look, there is an army that is fighting on your behalf. And the Bible tells us that over and over again, we see that even in Psalm chapter 34, where it says the angel of the Lord encamps around those who love him. And so we see and we understand that there are more for us than there are against us. So when you're fighting, you're not fighting alone. Hebrews talks about we have a great cloud of witnesses. And so when we're fighting in warfare, God is with us. He's backing us up. He is on our side as we are living for him. Him. And so be encouraged, be strengthened in your heart. Do not give up and continue to pray, continue to fight and war for your city, war for your community. Begin to declare the word of the Lord over your home, over your family, over your children, over your businesses, over your job, wherever you are, you have power and death and life is in the power of the tongue. Those that love it will eat the fruit thereof, uh, Proverbs says. And so I believe that's Proverbs 18, 21. So we have to continue to speak life. We have to continue to declare the word of the Lord. We have to continue to fight in warfare and to not get weary. So I want to just close in prayer. God, I just thank you for your power. I thank you that Jesus is the head of all principalities and power. I thank you that the devil is defeated and he is under our feet. God, help us to not walk lower and less than who you have called us to be because the sacrifice that you paid by sending your son was so great. And God, we thank you for the authority that you have given unto us. You are the lifter of our head. And God, no longer will we be mute in the things of the spirit, but we will raise up our voice. We will cry aloud. We will cry and declare the word of the Lord in this land, in this nation, in our community. God, we will not be distracted by the wiles of the enemy, but we will keep our heart and our mind stayed on Jesus. We will keep our focus and our attention on you. God, I pray that you would even help us to drown out voices and all these things that we consume on a daily basis, that we will silence ourselves in your presence and we will hear what you are speaking, God, because even in spiritual warfare, you give us strategy. You show us ways to overcome. Oh God, you give us just even a, a heart to be able to handle people and to not always speak and have to have the last word. God, spiritual warfare sometimes is like that. It's just listening to your voice and understanding what we have to do to humble ourselves, to fight, to pray, to war. God is so all encompassing, but I thank you that you're training our hands to war. I thank you God for every prayer warrior intercessor that is listening to this episode. I pray that you would strengthen them, that they will continue to rise up in prayer, rise up in power. And because we will not sit back and be punked by the enemy because he is already under our feet. And so we thank you God. God, we love you. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 I just want to encourage you. I know there's a lot going on. I just want to encourage you to seek God and his heart. I know personally I had to take some breaks off of 
social media. I just want to make sure that I'm hearing what the Lord is saying. And there's so much that we can be consumed by in this hour between the pandemic, between racism, the economy, elections. There's so many things. But let me just encourage you that this is not the time to be distracted. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We have to understand and hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And so if you need to uh, just take some time to yourself, I want to encourage you to do that as well. It was truly refreshing and it's continuing to be refreshing for me. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Be sure to follow us at Prayer is Breathing on Instagram, also on Facebook at Prayer is Breathing. If you have any prayer requests, you can go ahead and send those over to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you so much for tuning in and feel free to share this out to anyone that you feel like it will be a blessing to. God bless.